0: Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Inner Monologue, with me, Olivia Neal. I am so excited to be recording this podcast, because I actually haven't recorded in quite a while. Since it's been like two weeks. I have been a busy little girl. I really have. I've been traveling left, right, and center. And I have so many stories to tell you, so much to catch you up on, and I'm so excited. I also wanted to talk about a few like, bucket list things today, because I feel like I've checked off quite a few things in the past two weeks. But yeah, let's get into it. Hear that? Okay. So I feel like I have so much to update you on. I don't think I've recorded a podcast in like two weeks, which is pretty rare for me. I usually record it every week. So I feel like I don't really have much to update you on, but also like the past two weeks have been so hectic and so amazing. So, so grateful that like this has happened. Basically, I've been like traveling for the past two weeks. I went to Mexico with my friend Tilly. It was Amazing, I wanna tell you all about it, but like, also just cannot recommend Mexico enough. We basically went to this place called Sayulita, which is quite a random place to go. Like anyone I know that goes to Mexico always goes to like Cabo or like Tulum, like the places on the East Coast. We went to the West Coast, which also took like about 15 hours to get to. It was a very long traveling day. Speaking of traveling, I also discovered compression socks on the way there. I never really knew what compression socks were. I kind of thought they were like for old women or when I got my tonsils out, they put compression socks on my feet, like in the hospital. It was kind of weird. I just didn't really know what they did. Basically, like, you know, like supermodels and like celebrities, whenever they have to like go places on planes, they use compression socks. Because do you ever get like, when you go on a plane, sometimes it fucks me up for days. And then I think what I'm like, I'm kind of glad I wasn't a pilot because if I had to be like going planes every day, like my tummy would be in pieces. Like Not to be over TMI, but like the gas is extraordinary whenever I go on a plane. It just like, my whole tummy goes bloated, my whole legs go bloated, my fingers and my feet swell up. Like, it's just, it's just not nice. And it lasts for like a full day after I travel. But anyway, my friend Tilly told me to get compression socks. And I heard that like loads of celebrities and all use compression socks. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to treat myself to a pair of compression socks and boots. So in the airport, I got myself some and they were life changing. I got off the flight and I felt incredible. Like, I literally felt like I hadn't been on a flight also my main problem with falling asleep on airplanes is I hate waking up and uh, my feet being dead like I that honestly thought like one of the worst feelings in the world like sometimes I sleep with my arms above my head which is kind of weird but I just find it quite comfy but anytime I wake up I'm like oh my god I don't have any arms left and it freaks me the fuck out like I cannot feel my arms and I hate it and on planes when I wake up I can never feel my feet because I usually like I like put them on the like put my knees I'm the worst I put my knees on like the chair in front of me which definitely fucks them off so much but like you got to do what you got to do. And then I wake up and I'm like, my feet are a bit amputated. <laughs> it just really scares me. But compression socks stopped me from getting pins and needles. And I could just sleep in whatever position I wanted in the whole 15 hour flight and just do whatever I wanted. And I felt amazing after. So cannot recommend enough. I mean, it's, summer is coming up, so I'm sure you'll be going on holiday if you're lucky. So go get some compression socks because they are life changing. Anyway, we got to Mexico and it was just the cutest little like surfing time. We basically went because my friend's are from there or they lived there for a bit um, and they were there so we went to visit them but uh it was literally the cutest place ever i really like the flights are really expensive but everything else in mexico is like pretty cheap i mean if you booked as well in advance i'm sure you could get a flight to mexico for like 200 300 quid um but it's just like the i think it's one of my favorite cuisines i was actually speaking to someone this week like what are your top three favorite cuisines and i think it probably goes italian Mexican and then Japanese Italian like, you can just never beat. like pasta is my favorite food in the entire world but Mexican I just feel like has the best flavors and like I did not struggle at all being vegan there like veggie vegan is so good because they just have like the Best flavors, the best best salsas. Like I would just get like vegetable tacos and then just put every fucking salsa on it. Like I love salsa so much. The food was incredible. The drinks were obviously incredible. Lots of margaritas flowing, my favorite drink. The people were so, so nice. I mean, obviously you have to be careful, but you have to be careful no matter where you go on a holiday. It was just like amazing, amazing vibes. I'm trying to think if there's anything like in oh my oh my god. The like most standout thing that happened on the trip. I will, I don't think I'll ever get over this. So on a night out, we went to this like little, it was, it was very cute. Like it was a little square in this town. Like there was no like huge clubs. Like everyone just kind of like partied on the street. And like, there was like two for one margaritas, some nights in some bars and everyone would just go to that bar. There's like a karaoke bar. Anyway, I'm standing on the street with my two margaritas and I just looked to my left and I'm like, mm, white boy Carl. Do you know who white boy Carl is? Do you watch Shameless U.S.? Because I'm fucking obsessed with Shameless. Like I love it so much. I've never watched the UK one. I always watched the U.S. one. And if you watch the U.S. one, you obviously know who White Boy Carl is. And uh, he just literally walked past me and I, I I fucked it. I should not have said White Boy Carl. I should have played it cool and be like, hey, I, I think I know you. But I didn't. I said White Boy Carl. And he was like, yep, that's me. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? It was crazy. He was just standing there in this little street in Mexico in like a little surfboard. And I literally, I feel like like overwhelmed thinking what it because it was just like the most like like overwhelming like not real thing ever anyway then then like next couple nights we saw him and we would like go out with him and it was just like guys I, I feel like I'm fucking lying but I'm not like it was actually him it was so crazy and he was really 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 lovely and just really nice and what a great time I just cannot I cannot believe I met white boy Coral Coral Gallagher what a fucking time he was yeah that was like the most like okay I cannot come away from Mexico and like the most amazing holiday ever and said that was the highlight but that was pretty fucking cool apart from that we literally just like me and I went with Tilly my friend and we just kind of like chilled we went to like little secret beaches the the only thing I didn't really like about it was the sea it's kind of like Portugal vibes like you know how if you've ever been to Portugal they share the same sea as like the UK it's very very wavy kind of like gray sea like if you stand in front of a wave you will be wiped out and your life will flash before your eyes And um, it's kind of the same in the place I went in Mexico it's on like the west coast so is that the pacific I don't know I'm terrible with like oceans and geography so don't come from me but I think it might be the pacific but the waves were huge and I just didn't I, didn't, I think I went in the sea once I like put my feet in and was like that's enough but apart from that literally incredible just chilled yeah I had lots of good food Sat by the beach, sat by the pool. It was incredible. Anyway, came home. I was so fucking jet-lagged because like, I think it's like a six hour time difference or whatever. Also, the planes there are like, you know, the huge planes, like the ones that they have like, three seats and then three in the middle and then three on the other side so there's like nine is that nine Yeah. there's like nine seats in a row and I had to sit in like the middle row which is just the worst because you have like nothing to lean against like also there was like a randomer sitting beside me I hate sitting beside a randomer because then like it's just really inappropriate to lean on them and like I really want to lean on people <laughs> when I'm in flight. like who am I meant to sleep on anyway I was sitting beside a randomer in the middle row so I had like no no window to lean against window is my favorite seat ever I love sitting at the window because you can like fully use it as a pillow but yeah, I just did not have an amazing flight home. And because of that, was just so jet-lagged whenever I got home. And then that day, like that night or whatever, I went to Morocco. I was just, I, I'm literally on my gap year. Um, <laughs> I went to Morocco on like a like an influencer trip, which is like, what the fuck? How did that happen? With YSL Beauty. Like I still in fucking disbelief. It was so cool. I can't believe I was invited. I didn't know why I was invited as well. Because I'm like, oh, my, my, my makeup's terrible. Like, why are you inviting me to do this? But anyway, I'll take it. I'm loving it. Um, We went to Marrakesh and we stayed in this like really, really nice hotel and we had all these like really cool events and we ate lots of Moroccan food which was so yummy and they had like, they had loads of stuff for like vegans. They had this like amazing aubergine and tomato and I've not realized I really, really like Moroccan food so that's also probably there. I'm like, top cuisines but yeah it was just incredible we went to the desert one night which was so good I was only there for three nights I definitely want to go back to Morocco the weather there was so nice because it was like hot but not humid like there was definitely a bit of like a breeze it was can't recommend enough we went to the desert one night yeah and I mean I didn't really do much I, I feel like I didn't really do the the things you should do the bucket list things you could say that you're meant to do in Marrakesh like I didn't go to the souks you know there's like markets that you go through um and I didn't go on a camel because personally I just like if I see a camel my first thought is not like let me let me hop on this bitch Take me for a ride. It looks kind of scary. Like, they're fucking huge. That was the first time I ever saw a camel in real life. Like, huge. Actually, that's such a fucking lie. Why do I lie? In Regents Park, I was on a walk the other week. And I, I, every time I go on a walk in Regents Park, I'm always taken by surprise. Because the bit, like, near my house that I go and walk on, it's the zoo. And there's just little camels sitting at the side of the park. The fence is, like, one meter high. I mean, they could definitely walk over it. But, like, I always just, like, every time I walk there, I'm like, oh, there's a camel. So, yeah, I had seen a camel before I went to marrakesh anyway yeah i just i just have no interest on getting on it i'm kind of weird about like i used to love going horse riding and stuff when i was on holiday but now i'm kind of weird i'm like does this animal want me to sit on them like i'm i'm not the lightest person in the world i just don't think it's fair like horses and camels probably would rather i didn't sit on them and like i god gave me two legs he gave me two legs for walking so why do i have to Abuse this animal. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's a weird concept that we just like want to ride on animals. Anyway, let's not get into it. There was also dudes of horses there, but they literally look like they could see all their bones. And I always just feel so bad for them because they're definitely roasting. And like, I hate, I just hate when animals have to work. Like, it really breaks my heart. Like, some animals just get to like live the life and like run around in a field and eat food, or like a dog gets to like sit on the sofa all day. And then some are like drug sniffing dogs and camels that have to walk around with like fat americans on them <laughs> like, it just seems so unfair bless them anyway i yeah, didn't go to camel didn't really like <laughs> to do anything bucket list but i had an amazing time like it was honestly like one of the most beautiful places ever it was like the first time i've ever been to a desert and it was just incredible and like oh like the best like experience to go to for the first time to marrakesh with ysl because it's like they have like a heavy, heavy Moroccan influence we went to see like Yves Saint Laurent's Yves Saint Laurent's who knows if I'm saying that right um they got yeah, we to see his house which was amazing because it's like a private house like you're not usually Lloyd Torres a bit but they let us in I think because we were with YSL Beauty and we went to see like all about his house and it was really really interesting had the best time ever thank you so much to YSL for bringing me so so grateful cannot believe my life but I'm home now I'm so happy to be home I've literally never been so happy to be home in my life because like I was literally away for like pretty much two weeks straight and I just missed my cat. Like I literally never thought I'd be one of those people, but like he's like my son and I just missed him so much. I mean, he had a great time without me. Like he loves, he loves anyone who gives him food, to be honest, so he he doesn't care. But like I missed him so much and it's just so nice to be home because like, you know when you're away for ages and you just want a routine again? So very excited to get back into routine and I'm very excited to be recording this podcast because I miss talking to you guys. I thought today we could maybe talk a bit about like bucket list stuff because I feel like I have done a lot of like bucket list things the past two weeks like going to the fucking desert and glumping in the desert is definitely one of my bucket list things so I asked you guys on Instagram for some of what's on your bucket list I think this is like really really interesting people's bucket lists so I thought we could discuss okay someone said bungee jumping starting off strong, I'm gonna have to strongly disagree with you <laughs> just it looks so fucking scary I don't really like being upside down personally I don't like when the blood goes to my head I don't like in pulls. I don't like doing handstands or doing like I just don't like swimming I don't I just don't like being upside down I don't know I don't like hanging from from bars upside down it's just not a bit of me so the thought of like jumping off a bridge which in itself is really scary because like you're on your own, like you're relying on a fucking piece of rope to not die. And then like just having to hang there for a while upside down, like that sounds like hell to me. There is absolutely nothing that appeals about that to me. So I wouldn't like to do that, but I would love to go skydiving. Skydiving. I've talked about it before It and like it's so fucking generic like get a cool bucket list thing but like no that is like my my main bucket list thing I really really want to do it I was gonna do it in Mexico but it didn't work out so I'm hoping hoping to do it this summer maybe somewhere because I want to do it summer cool I don't want to go to like you can do it in England but like that's just lame I was meant to do it in England once but it got cancelled because there was rain which is just like sums it up like I don't want to go skydiving where it's gonna be rain over like a fucking field in the countryside I want to like I want to see the sea I I don't know I also, the thing about skydiving that, like, I think is better than bungee jumping is you go with someone, like, you go with the pro and, like, the pro doesn't want to die. So, like, they're not going to let you die. Like, I feel like it's a lot more safe. So, yeah, hopefully that happens this summer. I just have this, like, strong urge to throw myself out of an airplane. I don't know what it is. I just think I would literally feel the most free I ever have. I just, like, recently have this, like, I really like adrenaline and I don't really do anything that is that adrenaline-inducing. I think the only thing that I do adrenaline juices is like driving my car fast. But I recently feel like I've got no fear. Like the thought of dying is not like... Something that's gonna stop me from doing stuff. Well, like that's so dramatic. Like, okay, I don't do anything that's like life threatening. I feel like you know what, jumping out of a, like one thing to jump out of a plane is is pretty ballsy. But like, I've been loving. Like, I used to like hate roller coasters. You could not get me on a roller coaster two years ago. No, I fucking love them. I will do the scariest one, and I don't care. It's just like something changed within me. I think you know. I think it was whenever. Do you remember that thing I did on YouTube? Home Home on showdown, and I went and strapped myself onto a plane. It's on my YouTube. If you want to go see it, I strapped myself onto a plane and then went in the sky. Like I was like oh my god this adrenaline is like nothing I've ever felt before I want to have this feeling every single day so maybe I'm an adrenaline junkie guys maybe I'll like just change up my life and like go like chase adrenaline I don't think there's anything else I want to do apart from jump out of a plane that's adrenaline inducing I'm trying to think what else is adrenaline inducing mm, swimming with sharks no not doing that that's just not even adrenaline though that's just like fucking stupid Do you know what I mean? Speaking of sharks, someone said one of their bucket list things is swimming with pigs in the Bahamas. So funny you say that because I was actually just watching a TikTok about it. Looks horrible. Again, no appeal. I, well, okay, maybe it's, I'm not going to judge you for your bucket list, but I just like, pigs kind of fucking scare me. Did you ever watch, oh my God, did you ever read that book? Oh, this is going to piss me off. Okay, wait, actually, I'm oh my god yeah okay did you ever read that book in um school called animal farm by george orwell that was my gcse english book and it's basically if you didn't watch it it's about basically like a farm and like the animals like overtake the farmers and like the pigs because they're just so fucking intelligent like it's very much symbolism for like war that has actually happened before but i don't want to like explain in the whole book but it's basically about like animals taking over like the farmers in the farm and like overruling them and it's, it's basically like symbolism for stuff that's actually happened in the world But ever, ever since then it's freaked me out about pigs pigs are so smart like they are so intelligent like do your research on pigs I think they're smarter than dogs or something I think they probably have like the same brain as humans I mean we literally use their organs in like organ replacement don't we I swear we, like people get like pig hearts and like pig kidneys and stuff Which, like, really says it all. I just, like, that also freaks me out. Like, I don't understand. Well, okay, obviously I understand how people eat pork. Like, it's bacon. It tastes nice and stuff. But, like, I'm, like, that's a full-on, like, person pretty much kind of. I also think if I was to – maybe I shouldn't say this. Actually, I think this is quite an interesting fact. I think I got this from like I used to watch a lot of like true crime I still do I love true crime but if you're going to kill someone you should dispose their body of feeding it to pigs I don't have any pigs and I'm also not planning on killing anyone so this isn't a concern I have to have but apparently pigs will literally eat every single last morsel of a person it was on Criminal Minds that's where I saw it that this the murderer always like fed his victims to the pigs and there's just no trace of them they're gone Just in case you needed that information, do with that what you will. (laughs) Actually, don't. That's really scary because imagine this ever came back to bite me in the bum. But anyway, yeah, pigs kind of scare me. I'm not that into them. I don't like their squealing. I just think, yeah, I think they can bite as well. Anyway, yeah, I saw this like video of someone swimming with uh, pigs in the Bahamas, and apparently they like swim really fast. First of all, sorry, why are the pigs in the water? Tell me that. I'm scared of fish in the water. A piece of fucking seaweed touches my foot. I'm crying my eyes on it. Never mind a fucking huge wild pig swimming quickly towards me. I'd just give up at that point. I'd accept my fate. I'd let the pig eat me. Every last morsel of me. Um, But apparently they're, like, so food hungry that they just, like, run, like, swim towards you and, like, try snatch anything out of your hand. It doesn't even matter if you don't have any food in your hand because they'll snatch your hand. It's just terrible. Terrifying. Not on my bucket list whatsoever. But if it's on yours, go for it. It does look really nice. Like, the sea looks beautiful and stuff. I'm just like, why are there pigs in the sea? feels unnatural to me. Someone said marrying Harry Styles... So funny you say that. Also on my bucket list obviously, but so funny you said that because tomorrow guess what I'm doing? I'm going to see Harry Styles. What the fuck? My first time ever. Basically, there's like a BBC Radio 1 Big Weekend festival, which also like that is not a big festival. Like BBC Radio 1. I swear. Like it's I think it's a Big Weekend. Like have you really heard of that? I feel like I've maybe heard of that before. Why is Harry Styles headlining? Seems pretty crazy to me, but anyway, they like offered me two tickets and I was like, "Up, so fucking bloody lately. I will take that with joy. So tomorrow I'm driving up to Coventry. Where the fuck's that? Who knows? I'm driving to Coventry and I'm going to see Harry Styles. And I'm so excited. I think it will be genuinely amazing. And like basically driving, because I'm like, I don't even need drink to enjoy this. Like, usually with concerts and stuff, if I ever went to a festival or a concert, I would need to be absolutely paralytic to enjoy it. There's just a lot of people, and sometimes I feel like really like embarrassed, like in crowds, like dancing and singing like I just like I, I just like really like not good at doing stuff sober like I could I applaud people who can go clubbing sober because I could never be me but I'm driving because I'm honestly like I do not need drink to enjoy a Harry Styles concert I'm so excited I've never I never even went to see One Direction or anything so I'm so excited to go see him live. I think it's gonna be so fun literally gonna like probably make a sign saying marry me Harry Styles I'm gonna steal your bucket list thing because he's gonna see it and then he's gonna realize oh my god okay I will marry you so yeah really really excited for that I will update you on my next podcast about how that goes I just feel like it's gonna be a Wattpad like love story like he's gonna see me in the crowd and he's gonna dump his girlfriend for me and it's just gonna be a whole thing so I'll let you know how it goes if that actually works wish me luck Someone said, I want to be in a movie or TV extra just, like, in the background. I think that's a really cool, like, bucket list thing to do. It's, like, being on, like, set for stuff is honestly, like, a whole, like, it's so much fun. I remember when I was younger, my mom kind of, like, pimped me out, actually, and, like, signed me up to these, like, extra, like, just being an extra and things. It's called Extras N.I., and I actually got a a, a part as an extra. My part was in a BBC, like, kind of docu-series, about it was kind of like set in the war time I think because I remember there definitely being soldiers like whenever I was filming it and it was basically about like an interracial couple and like the struggles they face and like people just like giving them so much shit and I my part was giving them shit which I fucking hate now because I'm like well you know what I was like seven years old but I just like I I sometimes watch it it's called Small Island if you want to if you want to watch it it's actually really good it's got like Benedict Cumberbatch in it and someone else famous but I can't remember who but I watch it back sometimes to see myself just be like yeah that's me in a BBC docuseries but I just hate that that was my part like I remember I'm walking along in a park and they're walking past me and I give them a proper dirty look and I run away from there like what the fuck like why of all parts of that have to be my part like why couldn't I have like a good nice part a cool part but no that's my only part in a TV show <laughs> so I actually don't watch it But it actually is a really good docuseries. series I couldn't watch it when I was like, because I was only like seven whenever it came out. So I couldn't really watch it because I had no idea what was going on. But no, I I watched a bit of it and it's really good. So keep an eye out for me if you ever watch it. It's on BBC iPlayer. Someone said, travel on a private jet. This is like kind of in my bucket list. I think this would be so cool. You would just feel like a proper body. You know, you can like um, I I've heard before you can get like a, a like a seat on a private jet. Like if you wait really last minute, there's like I actually don't really know what website it is, but there's definitely some way that you can get a cheap seat on a private jet. You will be with like other like randomers, but you basically like if someone like rents out a private jet and they want to like split the cost, and you just buy a seat off them, and apparently it's not that much. So I might do that, but then I feel like the whole point in getting a private jet is to be like with it, all your friends maybe oh, i just i just think it's ridiculous like I'd, i've i never even bought a business class seat ticket because i'm just like it's a fucking seat to get from a to b why do you like just sleep on the plane like why do you need a full-on fucking bed i mean you know what don't hold me to this because someday like well no actually i would only take a business class ticket if it was like paid for like if i was ever going like an, like a brand trip where they've got me a business class t- ticket i'm not gonna complain do you know what i mean i'm gonna sit in the business class t- seat but i just i just don't understand when people spend like like five grand on like a first class or business class seat when you could just sit in economy and you will have the exact same experience except slightly less comfy it just doesn't seem I'd rather spend that much money on the holiday but yeah and like private jet is like even more expensive but I guess it is kind of bucket list I feel like you know private jets apparently are terrifying I know a few people that have been on private jets before and when they like, when I've I've talked to them about it, I'm like, whoa, how is it? And they're just like, it's it's terrifying because you're going like, obviously a lot of the time, like you're going like to a different country, like overseas. And because it's such a small plane, it feels like every gust of wind, like the turbulence is fucked apparently. Because it's such a small plane. It's like when you're on one of those big easy jet air like you don't really feel anything because you're in such a big plane. Like, I mean, you'll, you'll feel a few bumps here and there. But apparently in a private jet, it's like so scary. Like you think you're going to die several times. So that like, that put, kind of makes me feel better that I have never been on a private jet. I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to go on one. But like I also kind of want to fly one. You know, when I was younger and I wanted to be a pilot, like that was like my end goal in like in my pilot career was to just fly private jets for like really, really rich people because apparently they pay you so well. They tip you loads. And I just think that'd be so fun. Like, oh, I, you know what? Maybe I'll become a pilot and just fly my own private jet. I don't actually want to be a passenger on a private jet. I just want to fly one. But definitely, yeah. Okay, I think that is on my bucket list. But you know, it's also really bad for the environment. But anyway, yeah. Okay, enough about the private jets. <laughs> Hopefully someday will all manifest we'll get on a private jet. Someone said getting my heart broken. Okay, why the fuck is that on your bucket list? I don't think that's on my bucket list sometimes I'm like I don't I don't think I've ever had my heart broken isn't that like because like I was thinking to myself I've always said like love you and stuff to people but I don't know if I've ever actually loved someone I know I love my mum and dad and like my brothers and sisters and I, I love my friends but I genuinely don't know if I've loved someone properly because like have I ever had a relationship that's lasted over six months no and if you truly love someone, like like the way that my mom loves my dad, like they've been together for tw- like twenty five years or something, that is love. Is going out with someone for six months love? I don't know. I was actually deepening this the other day because like, I think I love people and I I tell people I love them, like boys I've been with before. But if I truly loved them, would we have ended after four months? Maybe not. Something to think about. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, what is love? I always just think that I I think I think I'm in love, but realistically, I'm just like in love with falling in love. I really don't know. Really interesting. And then like I, I'm able to get over like breakups pretty quick. Like it only takes like a couple of months. I'm like, if you were truly heartbroken, surely you would like it would take like a year to get over someone. I don't know. Let me know. Do you think that's like it's possible to have been it? because like I, I I'm let me think about this. I've told like three, three or four people that I've loved them. And I'm only 20. That is not right. I have not loved every single person that I've told I love them. Like I would like, I was like fucking 14. And I had a boyfriend and I told them I loved him. And I, at the time I truly thought I did, but now I'm looking back on it. I'm like, have I ever actually loved someone? I don't know. We will see. <laughs> Oh, someone said joining the Mile High Club. Personally, this isn't on my bucket list. Okay, maybe if I had a private jet, (laughs) maybe coming back to the private jet, I could like... Think of what, but also like that's just awkward because like the pilot's right there, it's just not a vibe. But then I'm also like, I'm not gonna like be on a fucking Ryanair flight and be like, you know what, let's go get freaky in this one meter by one meter bathroom. Like, absolutely not. I can barely fucking stand in the bathroom. Airplane bathrooms scare me. I still have to put my hands in my ears when I press the flash button. It's so scary. I literally think I'm gonna be sucked on the toilet. So I just like I've never been in that toilet and been like, you know what, this is a place for the deed. I've never thought that, and I've never been on an airplane be like, I'm in the mood for the deed. When I'm on the airplane, and I'm thinking, what movies am I going to watch? What movies have I downloaded on Netflix? What snacks, what kind what flavor of Pringles am I going to buy from the cart? That's what I'm thinking. But one time I was in Portugal and we were at like my family friend's house. My mom and dad weren't there, but um, the parents of like their family were there. And we were all getting drunk, playing drinking games. And they told me that my parents had joined it. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I was disgusted. I'm still to this day disgusted. I hate the thought of parents doing anything. They should just be celibate for the rest of their lives. All people, not that they're old, they're like 50, but they should not be doing anything inappropriate of the sort. And I'm also like fucking offended that they have and I haven't. Like, that's embarrassing. Maybe I should. <laughs> someone said them banana boats in the water no 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 no. I have PTSD from my childhood being on those banana boats basically when we went to Cyprus because we used to go to Cyprus every year me my brother and sister would go and we we always like family friends and stuff so like we would be like eight eight kids or whatever and we would always go on banana boats and I never wanted to go on them but I was the youngest so I often got bullied (laughs) Like my cousin grip chat is called crew 42 because one time in Cyprus, they made me cry 42 times in 10 days. So that's good. (laughs) You can see what my childhood was like, but yeah, they used to bully me to go on these banana boats. Um, and I, I've always hated the sea, especially the deep sea. Like my biggest fear is being in the deep sea on my own. So we'd go on banana boats and like, I would be terrified. I would have a fucking death grip on this, like, like handle holding onto it. Like just Praying to God that I had not get thrown off. And of course, like my brother and sister, like all my cousins who were way older than me, were like, Go faster, go faster, like make us go over waves. And then we meet this like Cypriot man, like literally fling us into the air. And they are much older than me and much stronger than me. And I would always be me that fell off. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to cry. I would always fall off and I'd be left there. And then sometimes they wouldn't even notice because I was like so small. Like they wouldn't notice for a couple minutes. And I would just be sitting there in my life jacket in the middle of the fucking deep sea. Okay, it wasn't the middle of the deep sea. I, I was probably like 15 meters from the coast, but it was still fucking terrifying. I'd be like in the sea on my own. And then I have to wait until they start, because they always have to like circle back to you. Do you know what I mean? Like to pick you up. And then I could never get back. Like the amount of fucking like shocks I had convinced myself were swimming underneath me. Like I bought to nib my toes oh if you know you know being left in the sea when the the banana boat is circling back to it's the worst thing in the world you couldn't pay me to go in a fucking floaty again I hate them so much okay that is all I'm gonna talk about today I feel like I actually have maybe like added some things to my bucket list from this I feel like going to Marrakesh was definitely my bucket list it was so cool I'm definitely gonna go back and Mexico that was my bucket list Mexico is so cool. I cannot recommend enough. You should definitely go if you can, like, this summer or something. I feel like I only went for a week and I went to one place, but I feel like it would be so much fun. Loads of my friends kind of went, like, traveling around Mexico and they went, like, everywhere and, like, they all have got, like, a backpack and, like, the hostels there are so nice and so cheap and they all have, like, pearls. The food is so good. The people are so nice. Like, I cannot recommend Mexico enough. I feel like it's definitely going to be my new holiday destination, but also it's so fucking far away. Like, that flight is painful morocco was only like three hours it was a three hour flight which is pretty crazy london and morocco three hours also there's no time difference so you don't get jet lag wait to morocco is gonna be my new holiday destination i don't know anyway i'm gonna leave you now but i love you so much and thank you so much for listening to this podcast and i will see you next week and i'll update you about harry styles because next week he may be my husband who knows time will tell okay bye Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia.